Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. Hope everyone had a great Cinco de Mayo. It's Friday, and it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. I-C-Y-M-I, or in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. For the last 20 years, I've been a consultant for SMBs, a voice and a sounding board for business leaders, advocating on their behalf as well as their employees. I believe strongly in sharing stories, providing perspective, and creating connection. Every single Friday, you could find me right here on talkradio.myc doing just that, lending what is left of my mind and my voice to this live radio show where I interview SMB leaders as well as their trusted advisors. One thing that I've seen consistently over the years is some of the best thought leadership for SMBs actually happens on Friday, right about the time we feel that freedom of the weekend coming. However, we're also anxious to start the weekend. These crucial pearls of wisdom, this clarity that we have, it's often overlooked, it's forgotten in favor of fun weekend activities and our freedom from work. Here on Always Friday, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity. We discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders as well as their trusted advisors. The name of the show is not just to play on words, people. My last name actually means free in German. Little tidbit for you guys, method behind my madness. Today's episode of Always Friday is brought to you by SDA Wealth Strategies, a boutique financial services firm located in Hudson Valley, New York, offering personal wealth management and comprehensive business solutions for its clients. SDA stands for Simplifying Financial Lives, Designing Financial Strategies, and Advocating to Implement Them. SDA offers a concierge experience for individuals and businesses. The firm's highest priority is always their clients' best interests while empowering people and businesses to be consciously proactive and to thrive today, tomorrow, and beyond. For more information, please visit sdawealthstrategies.com. Between Cinco de Mayo and Mother's Day coming up this weekend, I, I just have food on the mind. Tacos and brunch with mom. Can't, can't stop thinking about food lately. And very apropos because today's show is all about the best Jersey Shore cheesesteak. Success does not come easy, especially if you're an SMB who's just getting started in the restaurant industry. In addition, if you started your business during the pandemic, it might have just made the journey a little bit harder. Our special guest today just celebrated his one-year anniversary in business and is making patrons smile in every which way possible during beach season and beyond. He and his team are on a mission to provide an unparalleled cheesesteak experience by the Jersey Shore, and they have a goal of combining personality with great food. Talk is cheap. We all know that. We're on talkradio.myc. We don't want this to just be about talk. The goal here is let's use the insight on the SMB landscape and create more impact come Monday morning. It's far too often where businesses are focused on the product that's going to solve all of their problems. The shiny new mousetrap, the magic wand, the magic bullet. One consistent thing that I see out there is products change every single day in every other facet of our lives, personal and business, no matter. There is no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first and keeping a focus on a good, tangible process that's going to help you achieve your goals. You do that, the right products will present themselves when they're needed by the business. Everything begins and ends with the people. So in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, great show for you here today. Somebody who I've been very excited to meet and get to know over the last couple of months. We're chatting with TJ Pearl, founder of Cheesesteak Louie's. 
TJ was born and raised in Jackson, New Jersey, Ocean County, striking distance from the Jersey Shore. He graduated Jackson Memorial High School in 2012 and started studying communications with a goal of becoming a news anchor or a baseball commentator, as he loves the New York Yankees, and he's in good company. Started working for Jersey Mike's after high school, was intrigued by the opportunities in the restaurant world and the world of food, became a manager in 2016, continued to be a local leader for Jersey Mike's for the next five years. In 2021, at a time where many aspiring restaurateurs may have been afraid to start making their moves, he opened the first location of Cheesesteak Louis, which has quickly become a Jersey Shore staple. TJ and his team believe in creating a studio for life's blend of happiness and flavor. From personal experience, I'll tell you that TJ's cheesesteak is a force to be reckoned with, and he will put his burger up against anyone out there. Can't wait to try that one, too. As always, we're going to discuss my favorite questions. Who's your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? Joining us from the shores of Seaside here in sunny New Jersey, before or possibly during the lunch rush for everyone who's addicted to Louis already, TJ, welcome to Always Friday. Great to see you again, brother. Pleasure's mine, Steve. Thank you for having me on. So I, I personally, I can't wait to get back down there and eat some more food. The smells, the taste, the overall feeling I had walking into Cheesesteak Louis was nothing less than magical. Do us all a favor and share with us the founder's journey. How did you get where you are today? Well, first of all, thank you for saying that, because like you read, uh, our studio for blend of uh, happiness and food and personality, you know, means the world to us. So when you walk into my store and you, and you don't feel like family, that would hurt me. So I'm glad you... Uh, <laughs> you know that you felt right at home at our at our place but uh my journey started oh man we can go all the way back to uh, let's start with jersey mike's man i mean i've always loved food i've always loved sandwiches my mother always told me i'd be a sandwich maker professionally so it's kind of, <laughs> it's like worked out weirdly oddly that way but uh you know i was given the opportunity when i was 21 years old to be uh the manager of uh, the jersey mike's in jackson <clears throat> and um from there i just kind of you know i took such great pride and pushing out such a great product, you know, and combining it with great personality. Um, that well, at one point I said, you know what, communication just is not going to be my thing. You know, I'm too invested in this. So I decided I wanted to open up my own sandwich shop. And at the time it's, it's very saturated, you know, uh, the food industry, especially, but sandwiches in general and in New Jersey, you know, every corner has got a great Italian deli that pushes out some great sandwiches and then to compete with Jersey Mike's would be really tough. So I said, I want to try something different, you know, uh, I'm going to open up a market that doesn't really exist and freshly sliced cheesesteaks, uh, ribeye to be exact, was just, it, it was an opportunity for me to, uh, to get my foot in the door for the, in, in the food industry. So I said, you know, what? that's what we're going to do. We're going to, uh, we're going to do freshly sliced cheesesteaks. And one year later, you know, I'm so amazed by the success that we've had and that uh, 27 years young, as I say. Um, I got a full life ahead of me, and I really hope that this blossoms into the franchise that I hope it does. Oh, and I, and I have every bit of confidence that it will. And sounds like this weekend, when you're celebrating Mother's Day, you have your mom to thank for uh, calling you a pro sandwich maker, and that's kind of dictating the destiny a little bit. But you know, talking talking about becoming a, a franchise, you know, you kind of witnessed that firsthand with with Jersey Mike's evolving into the behemoth that it is now. You know, talk to us a little bit about you know how how you see some of those travels going. I know we're just with the first location now, and you know, doing anything that's that's really worthwhile doing. Doing, doing the first one's always the hardest, but you know, talk to us a little bit about some of your vision for the future. Well, so when you talk about a franchise, what you're really talking about is a system. 
you need a system that's work that works and it needs to be in fine tune and in perfect sync for it to work. Now, my biggest problem is going to be trust factor um, in any industry. You know, trust plays a major role and I didn't realize uh, how significant that can be. Right now, I make all the cheesesteaks. You know, I have a guy in here and he helps me out and he's terrific. But at the end of the day, I just care so much about the customer experience and I care so much about the food that we're pushing out. And uh, that's why our reviews are so fantastic. But um, it, sooner or later, I'm going to have to gain that trust and learn how to train a little bit better in order to open up multiple locations. Um, but it's a journey. Uh, it's a journey that's going to be a lot of fun for us all. Um, and it's certainly something I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And, and a lot of times when you're trying to build a good system, especially around the food service industry and food and being a restaurateur, it's, it's about keeping things as simple as possible. And that's you know, something that I saw immediately upon walking in was that the menu is relatively simple, but not that it's not mouthwatering because it was, and it is, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, just keeping it, keeping it simple. We're not, not going too overwhelmingly complex, but uh, talk, talk to us a little bit about, I know you guys open at 11 AM and I know we'll share some of this a little bit later on with everybody, but you guys, uh, you guys do breakfast sandwiches as well, don't you? Well, so you talk simplicity and that's so important when it comes to blossoming into what we want to be a franchise, right? Because we pick one or two things that we're really good at. And we focus on that. Um, now to answer your breakfast question, yeah, starting uh, well, late May, maybe early June, we're going to incorporate breakfast sandwiches into our menu, which will include our awakened steak, which is steak, pork roll, eggs, all com combined into the uh, perfect sandwich. I actually just posted a picture of it on my uh, Instagram story today. Um, we got the Seaside Slammer, which is a breakfast sandwich of ours, pork roll steak, eggs, tater tots on top, which has been like a, a customer favorite ever since I opened them. I'm so glad I, I did it, I did it to be unique and it just kind of, it just worked out so well, but uh yeah, you know, you talk about having a simplistic menu. I think that's really important because you want to just focus on something that you're really good at and perfect it. Don't worry about having this extravagant menu with thousand items on it. You don't need a thousand items. You just need three to four great items and and be great at making them and pushing them out. People are going to travel and cheesesteaks. I mean, everybody loves cheesesteaks and burgers. And like you said, I put them up against anybody around. <laughs> Damn right. I can attest to that. Again, I got to I got to try this freaking burger. I, I won't I, I wouldn't be surprised if I tried to eat my microphone by the end of this discussion. So last Father's Day, actually, I named that burger after my father, the Big Al Burger, and it's been a number one seller for us as far as burgers are concerned. Real simple, man. Lettuce, tomato, onion, bacon, two patties, your choice of cheese, mayo, ketchup. And it's just it's a perfect blend. Unbelievable! It's yeah. Your your story is one of those just just straight up feels like living the dream. Is that how is that how you feel on a daily basis? I'm absolutely living a dream. I am so blessed. I wake up every morning and I get to cook and feed people and make them happy and smile. And then at the same time, I get to talk to them and become interpersonal with them and hear their story and kind of tune into their life and. You know, most people, you know, they wake up and they dread what they do. But uh, I mean, I don't wake up happy every single day. There's stress when it comes to owning a restaurant. But at the same time, I get to come to a playground every day. I walk into my own store and, you know, I'm just a kid on a playground. And it's a great time. Of course, I don't regret anything you've done so far. And you know, seeing seeing everybody's reactions and you know interactions with you is is nothing less than pure gold. You know, social media presence too. Like you've been around for a year. You've been doing a great job of getting getting the word out there and getting getting stories out there and pictures of people out there. You do that all yourself. You have some help with it. No, I do it all myself. Um, like once again, it's a trust factor thing. You know, it's something that I'm learning and I'm getting better at. But we're utilizing free marketing to our advantage. So many people are on these platforms and that word of mouth travels so much faster when you connect with them on social media. So you connect to them on Instagram and Facebook. Next thing you know, you got 
10 new followers and then you got 10 new faces to feed and those 10 people branch off to another five to 10 people. And next thing you know, you're, you know, you're sitting around what 1100 followers. I think I have right now on just Instagram alone. And um, you know, I think much more on Facebook. So that stuff is very important to me. So you're in an area by seaside that's largely seasonal, but you're open all year round. How excited do you get when you see people, you know, traveling from near and far off season? Most important thing to me is that I get people from over the bridge and other uh, other areas of the state because in wintertime, it get real tough around here. And if it snows, it's like, wow, man, it's like a ghost town. You've never seen anything like it. Nothing I'm used to, you know, growing up in Jackson. So uh, when I get foodies that travel, that's real cool, man. Absolutely. We're going to make some more of that happen as as we talk through this. I already have some folks over the bridge that are excited to come, come try Cheesesteak Louie's. We're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back with TJ Pearl, founder of Cheesesteak Louie's. Stay with us. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. And it's me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with TJ Pearl, founder of Cheesesteak Louie's. One year anniversary just celebrated down in Seaside by the Jersey Shore. TJ, we're going to talk a little bit about the method behind your madness here in just a moment. I wanted to give a quick perspective for everybody. Come sit out by the fire pit for just a moment. The idea of building your business with the end in mind is always an important type of strategy. While you know you got to enjoy the journey, focus on the destination as well. TJ talked about in the last segment the idea of becoming a franchise and the fact that a franchise is a system. It hits home with me a great deal. When I walked into Cheesesteak Louis for the first time, it instantly had that feeling of, 
wow, this could be a franchise. And I know that people have walked into to the Cheesesteak Louis location and, and asked TJ, how many stores are there? And as TJ had mentioned in the last segment, trust is a difficult thing, especially when you have a people-centric approach. So to really get the concept out there and in the hands of other owners and operators who can deliver the same type of experience that TJ delivers, not exactly the easiest feat, but it, it can absolutely be done. So TJ, getting into the method part of the show here, this is the science behind what you do. The idea is what do you do, how do you do it, and how do you go to market for it? And I, I love this tidbit that's on your site. We're more than just a cheesesteak. I started this company with the idea of combining personality with great food. We believe in creating a studio for life's blend of happiness and flavor. You believe what we believe. You'll love Cheesesteak Louis. And I, I'm pretty sure you could find some other folks that believe what you believe out there, not to mention that uh, putting your cheesesteaks and burgers up against everybody else. But uh, give us a little bit of, of the method behind your madness, the science behind what you do. Okay, so I'm glad you asked that question uh, because it all starts when you walk through my doors. When you walk through my doors, um, the personality is going to hit you first, all right? And our personality is wonderful, and you're going to feel right at home, which I know you have when you first met us. And it's not just you. It's everybody that walks through our doors. Now, when I would go to restaurants and eateries and things like that, um, a lot of times I wouldn't feel very welcome. But I would, when I did feel welcome, it made the whole experience that much more enjoyable. So I think that it's very important for my staff to understand that customer care is 80% of this operation. So when they walk through my doors, they're going to love, they're going to feel, uh, they're going to feel at home. They're going to feel like their family, like they're so welcome here, you know? And then at that point, it doesn't even matter what I push out because they're so happy to be here. They're going to love it regardless. So my job in the kitchen becomes that much easier when people are already happy to be here. Now, vice versa. And I tell my staff this too, if they walk in, they have an attitude, people just don't feel welcome. They're not happy to be here. I could, doesn't matter once again, doesn't matter what I push out of that kitchen. It could be the greatest food they've ever had. They're never going to return because they already have a bad taste in their mouth before they even bite into my product. So that customer care stuff goes so far. And I can't say enough good things about my staff. My staff is excellent in that department. And I am extremely grateful and I'm extremely fortunate to have a small staff, but very honest, reliable, trustworthy with great attitudes. And it's one thing that is very, it's the most important aspect of what we do here. Now, the product in the kitchen Real simple. Keep it fresh. Keep it simple. Okay. And you don't, you don't need to sacrifice flavor when you don't over season things or you don't overcook things. We do sliced ribeye cheese sticks. We do hand rolled 80, 20 ground beef burgers. We slice all of our produce fresh every morning. We wash and clean our produce. We slice it fresh every morning. Everything in my kitchen is fresh, including the French fries. The French fries, we blanch, we cut like a fresh potato every morning. We, we, uh, drain them out or drain the store the starch out. We blanch them at 250 degrees and then they're ready for when you want to order food. So it's simple. Customer care, fresh product, happy people. That's it. There's the madness. That's the method. <laughs> And it is something that's fairly simple. And yet a lot of folks out there still very hung up on the product, which don't get me wrong. The product you push out is freaking unbelievable. But the experience is is what people are after. That's when you're really looking at most dining experiences. That's that, that's what it is. It's about how you feel. But there's there's a number of other 
other cheesesteak locations in the, in the area where you are. And I know there's some great differentiating factors. You just talked about the fact that you do sliced sliced ribeye steaks, you know, fresh ingredients. But you, know, you and especially you, you know, talking to you about what you're doing and how you're doing it. It's not like you're looking to be a competitor to other folks who are around you. It's really just about the idea of sharing the passion and sharing delicious food. Is that that that's that's how you go to market? That's how you feel? Uh, bottom line is we're the new guy on the block. We're just happy to be here. We're happy to be doing what we're doing. And uh, no, I don't I don't see them as competitors. I don't because we serve a totally different product. Um, they do what they do, and they've made a career out of it. So kudos to them. That's great. Big props to them. But we're not them. And we're not trying to be them and we're not trying to beat them. We're just trying to fit in in this town and make it blossom um, and make it, you know, a destination spot. And I think that in one year we've become that uh, just doing what we do best, you know, and that's uh, keeping our promises, quality product, quality customer care and cheesesteak Louis. Yeah, it's it, it's it seems so simple. Yet a lot of folks miss the mark. Talk to me a little bit about this logo. I, I don't have any cheesesteak Louis attire, which I'm looking forward to getting. But, you know, the, the closest thing I had in my wardrobe was this House of Jerky shirt from Hilton Head. And it's it's unbelievable. It's got it's all, it seems very, very similar. Yeah, we're going to have this- to uh, get you some cheesesteak Louis gear to really spice you up a little bit now. But uh, <laughs> so, you know, so all right, I'll tell you a little bit about this logo here. So when I first uh, had the idea to open Cheesesteak Louis, my father, who's a, he draw, he's not a cartoonist professionally, but he draws very well. Yeah. So I had come, I approached him and I asked him, uh, you know, would you like to draw a logo? Give it a shot. You know, you want to be a part of Cheesesteak Louis, give it a shot, draw me a logo. And uh, he drew up a couple things that I wasn't crazy about. And he uh, kind of just pushed it off and said, ah, you know what? I don't have that much time for, he runs his own business as well. So he doesn't have much time to begin with, but he gave me the, uh, you know, the runaround. So I went and I created our, cheesesteak louis logo that you see on our website and that you'll see around our store and on our our apparel and merchandise and then about two or three months after opening my father just drops this little number (laughs) right in front of me (laughs) and uh he and i was are you kidding me dude i mean this is so perfect yeah perfect from the get-go you couldn't draw this (laughs) and uh he was laughing and ever since then i put that in my store and it's on all my business cards and and when people ask that's louis right there there he is (laughs) It, lo- it looks so perfect to me. Everything from the shades and the beard and the sandwich backwards hat to the it all works up. Yeah, I mean, he, I got a fat head of him in my uh, in my store. I got a, a a big image of him on the wall, and that's Louie right there. What, what kind of what kind of business is your dad in? My father does contracting. So he's an AP uh, facility, so he's like the middleman for contracting. But he's been doing that for uh, better half of ten years now, twelve years now. So awesome. So you know, you'd mentioned before you love your staff. They embody what you're doing. They're cranking out cheesesteaks and, and burgers right now while you're hanging with me, which I appreciate very, very much. Yeah. You know, talk, talk a little bit about you know, what really makes some of that magic happen, because no doubt you know, growing to more locations and trying to become a, a franchise type of model, you want to be able to translate the, you know, the passion and the, and the service mindset that you have to other folks that, that come in and want to open a Cheesesteak Louis. It sounds like you're doing really well with that in your home store. Right. So we actually do have a lot of, you know, when you mentioned that we have a lot of people asking, uh, are we a franchise and um, are you willing to franchise? We get that question a lot. Um, are we ready for it yet? No, we're only, we're only a year in. Um, but when people want to share the cheesesteak Louis experience, you know, and make profit on it and whatever they want to do with it, it's very important to understand that this is a job and not a hobby. Okay. And it's full-time effort here. You know, so when you want to use our name 
you need to be able to uphold those promises. And it's not just, a, you know, you're not just going to sit there and enjoy a check coming in. You're going to have to put in the work and it, w- it won't just be anybody that's allowed to do it. You know, um, it would, there's a process to it. You have to have the personality to be able to run it and you have to have the passion in the kitchen to be able to run it. Um, the reason I, I'm here every day, all day is because I care so much about that customer experience. I care so much about pushing the perfect cheesesteak, the perfect burger out and making sure that everybody enjoys it. You know, there are times when people have to wait an hour and a half for a cheesesteak and I, that breaks my heart. But at the, at the end of it, I say to myself, if they're going to wait, just make sure they enjoy it. So I even have a sign, you know, right at the front on my counter there that reads, we're not going to sacrifice quality for speed. And I think that kind of, I think that kind of summarizes what we do here at Cheesesteak Louie's. Um, yeah. We value quality. You know, we value the customer experience. So if you have to wait an hour for a cheesesteak, you're going to want to enjoy that. You know, I don't want you to regret waiting that hour. I want you to make sure that, wow, it was worth it. I'd have waited two hours and I would have paid double, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's what I, that's what we want. That's what we, we strive for here. So when you ask about a franchise and people asking about franchise, if they can't uphold that promise, we're not interested yeah, absolutely. It sounds a little different than the sign that my aunt had in her kitchen when I was growing up that said, tonight's menu, take it or leave it. <laughs> Problem is, they'll leave it nowadays. And, then, you know, and here in Seaside Heights, every corner's got a cheesesteak, so we want to make sure they don't leave it. So, so next week I'm, I'm interviewing a buddy who does some food tours and I, you know, I, th- I think about what you, what you've opened up here and you've been around for one year and I think about what's going on in, in the area around you. And I, you know, I know that you have some, some group events or folks that come in like a lar- large group over, over to Cheesesteak Louie's, you know, talk, talk to us a little bit about, about the experience that you get when you see a large group of folks come in and really see, like provide them with the passion and with the food and the smiles on the face. Like it's, it's gotta make your heart swell right so it does man my heart sinks right into my stomach and i get really nervous when i see a huge crowd walk in because i always worry that they're going to be upset that it's going to take a little longer than your average fast food restaurant but that goes back to my staff especially my counter staff you know they make them feel at home they talk to them they chat them up you know they make them feel like you know if half an hour is 10 minutes you know they don't it's like oh so quick that food came out so fast and i'm like sigh of relief because I did take my time with it, you know, and, and I did make sure that it was perfect. So um, when I see large groups like that, it means a lot to me because I know that people are so excited to try new things. Um, uh, but they're also willing to wait for good food, and that that is awesome. Yeah. With uh, you guys actually deliver to the beach as well, like with people who are kind of kind of chilling there over the summer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely do beach deliveries. Uh, what happens is they'll give us a call. They'll let us know that they are, they want a delivery. And then we make the food. Once we're leaving, we give them a call. They meet us up at the boardwalk to pick up their food. It's the, the idea of beach season just about upon us, being able to chill out on the beach and having cheesesteak Louis deliver me a huge cheesesteak and burger to the beaches. Uh, I want to be there so bad right now. I can't wait. <laughs> we're, we're excited to have you, Steve. So come on down, man, whenever you can. Absolutely, man. We're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back with some of the madness in TJ's world when we return with TJ Pearl, founder of Cheesesteak Louie's in Seaside. Stay, stay with us, everybody. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. 
This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy, but not just me. We're chatting with TJ Pearl, founder of Cheesesteak Louis, established 2021, just celebrated the one-year anniversary out in uh, Seaside by the Jersey Shore. TJ, this is the madness part of the show. This is where we like to talk a little bit about the artistic observational view, stories you have from the field, no story or subject too taboo, anything goes. And you know, right off the bat, I, I look at the idea of... Be- establishing a brand new food business, something that you've been you know, really looking to do for a long time during the pandemic and really, really getting it moving just a little over a year ago. I, I know there's more madness that we're going to talk about, but you know, give us a little bit about what that whole experience was like. So everyone thinks that that was like the, the scariest thing to do, the biggest ballsy thing to do. But the truth is the takeout industry boomed um, when it came to uh, coronavirus. Everybody who was in the takeout field understands this. Um, nobody was going to sit down restaurants. Nobody was going to bars. Um, so those, and unfortunately, you know, those businesses, if they couldn't get loans, a lot of them crumbled, you know, and that's a real shame, but the takeout industry boomed. So I was actually going to sign a lease in 2020, March of 2020. And because of coronavirus, I backed out of it. I didn't know with the uncertainty in the restaurant field, especially when it came to coronavirus, um, so I backed out of it and then I stayed at Jersey Mike's and we had this record breaking year. And I said to him, you have me until the end of the year, in which case I have to start my own journey. And he was understanding, very supportive. And then I found a spot in Millstone, New Jersey, and I didn't love it. I just didn't love it. Um, so I was, but I was going to sign a lease there because I was tired of waiting and I felt like I needed to start my life. So what I did was I went on loop that one more time, which is basically uh, a Zillow for commercial real estate, if you will. Sure. Yep. So uh, <clears throat> I found a place in Seaside Heights and it wasn't listed as a restaurant. So I, you know, I looked at the pictures and I Googled the name of the business. Sure enough, it was a restaurant and it was a restaurant that was actually still in use. 
So I inquired about it and I met the guy the next day and I fell in love with a freestanding location. Yeah. As you see there, freestanding location, great visibility, corner lot right off the bridge and has ample hood space in my kitchen. It really was just the perfect scenario for me. And, uh, I felt at home. So I negotiated a deal with the landlord and here we are now. And, um, yeah, no, coronavirus really didn't scare me that much. Uh, and we kind of opened up at the tail end of the mask mandates. So we, you know, at the beginning we had our masks, but I didn't want to segregate our customer base either. So, you know, people were uncomfortable with us not wearing a mask, you know, we were, you know, whatever we were doing, but it wasn't, it wasn't this crazy extravagant thing for us where coronavirus played a huge role in our business. The only thing, the only part of coronavirus that plays a huge part in our business is food costs now and staffing. Um, You know, people weren't, they weren't looking for jobs. So I was fortunate to find the amount of help that I did find, especially at a seasonal operation. Um, And then the food costs has just, you know, late as of late have just been astronomically high. Um, We're trying to, maintain a steady pricing for what we serve here without sacrificing our quantity and our quality. But uh, things do get a little tough sometimes and especially in the wintertime, but we're through one year, you know, and it seems like the coronavirus stuff is behind us. We just have an aftermath to clean up, but Hey man, I'm a single 27 year old with very few liabilities. <laughs> if anybody can do it, it's me. And uh, we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to hit this thing head on. I would agree that it does seem like the very ideal, perfect location, but selfishly, I kind of wish that you had a location in Millstone because it's only 10 minutes from my house, but, uh, <laughs> but not to worry, man, I will absolutely make the drive again to come back down there. Well, I, well, we I, hope I, to be closer to you soon. <laughs> absolutely. So there's, there's a lot of fun madness that's associated with, with, you know, what you're doing and how you're doing it. And I definitely want to get into some of that. You know, not the least of which is becoming part of, you know, the beach community, that's very tight knit communities. When you talk about seasonal businesses and folks that, that frequent the Jersey shore during, during peak season, you know, talk to us a little bit about what, what it's been like to establishing yourself last year, getting to know the people in the community and, and, and building longer term relationships with those folks. So it's what's uh, what people don't understand is that on April 23rd, 2021, when we opened our doors, we had zero customers. People don't like understand that. Um, when you open a business, a brand new business, you don't have customers. You only have friends and family supporting you. So the surrounding town became interested in the new business and they wandered in here and they have been nothing but exceptional to me. Um, so welcoming across the street. I have uh, surf liquors. Those guys over there have been so welcoming to me and they've been such great support to me. And then Cleese across the street, which is a seaside staple. I mean, I can't ask for better neighbors. I mean, they have been just like surf liquors, extremely welcoming. They are helping me establish my business. You know, they're saying very nice, positive things about us and our business. And um, it definitely means a lot because they have a lot of patrons and they have a lot of people who trust them and they wandered over to cheesesteak Louis and now they have another home, you know, another, another local spot where they can enjoy food. And, you know, it's, it's, it's part of seaside now, just one short year as far as the beach theme, it's not something that we've ever, it's not something we do. You know, we're not a beach themed store. Like for our one year anniversary, I made these uh, beach balls with our logo on them. I, would, I should have brought one to show you, but uh, you know, that's really the only beachy thing that we do here. I mean, none of my sandwiches are named after a beach theme type deal, but you know, being one block from the beach, it probably wouldn't be such a bad idea. But as far as, uh, you know, as far as being here for only a year and 
being accepted by the locals, you know, in Seaside Park and Seaside Heights, Lavalette, Ortley, Tom's River, you know, we're blessed. We are truly blessed. Absolutely. It's I, so many little thoughts come to mind from even me just chatting with you over the last couple of days while you were at the store bef- before it opens, like people are calling and calling, trying to get some get some food orders in and see, hearing the people stop in it, even before you're technically open and hearing them say, see you tomorrow. It, that's freaking awesome. You just celebrated a one year anniversary and they're already looking at you as a daily stop. Yeah, to have regulars is a really cool thing. And it's so important in this field. You know, when you have guys that just consistently love your product and are loyal to you, that's really cool. And uh, yeah, there's no much, there's not much downtime here at Louis. You know, uh, when I walk in in the morning, I just, I assume, I keep the door open because I assume someone's going to wander in, whether they just want a cup of coffee, a drink, or if they want a pork or leg and cheese, which I carry at this point in time. Um, I, I want to make sure that they, you know, they're not disappointed. They're not going to leave disappointed. So yeah, the regulars, man, it's, it's, it's huge. I mean, we love having the, the, the new faces and the foodies and stuff like that, but regulars pay your bills, man. You know, regulars make, uh, what you do worthwhile. So. So I'm, I'm assuming that there were some thoughts even from the beginning about how the menu might evolve and go in some different directions. But you know, the the idea of, of folks hitting you up routinely for bacon, egg and cheese, pork roll, egg and cheese, you know, is that I know you said you know previously you're, you're planning on integrating it full time into the menu as soon as beach season kicks up after Memorial Day. You know, any anything else that ha- has come along like that where people are like, hey, do you have this? And it's popped up more than once where you're like, oh, maybe I should have this. Well, yeah, as a matter of fact. Uh, that did happen when I first opened I didn't do burgers I did uh cold subs but because I sliced the ribeye fresh and I only have one slicer in my my operable kitchen um I had to take the cold subs off the menu because as much as I do love cold subs and I know my way around a cold sandwich it just didn't it didn't fit well with the slicing of the ribeye fresh uh raw meat and cold cuts just that doesn't mesh well so I had to make a change so um, I said, you know, what's uh, what is something that's extremely popular that I could also incorporate into my menu? And it was burgers. And uh, so that that's how burgers came about. Um, our deep fried hot dog is something that at first was very undervalued. And now I can't keep enough in stock. Um, going back to my father, my father, loved, he grew up in uh, you know, Washington Heights, moved down to like Bloomfield at a younger age. And he worked in Clifton for 24 years of his life. And he loves Rutz Hut's hot dogs. Um, they do the deep fried hot dog. So I incorporated a deep fried hot dog into my menu just because I know he enjoyed it so much. And as of late, man, what a hit it's been. Seems, seems like your dad's a, a, a great motivator for all He's of this. He's a culinary influencer, no <laughs> doubt about it, yeah. <laughs> culinary influence, m- m- puts together a kick-ass logo for you. Just just awesome. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, that does not like, you know, I, I don't want to uh, just, you know, shed light on my father. My mother's been very supportive as well my whole life. Um, she was the one that, you know, ultimately had me in the kitchen helping her cook. And like I said, man, kudos to her. She was the one that said, you know, you you love sandwiches so much, you're, you're going to own a sandwich shop one day. And she was right. So this Mother's Day, um, we're going to incorporate a shake after her name is Anna. So we're going to call it the Anna Banana. Yes. So it's going to be a vanilla milkshake with a banana hanging out of it with little uh, walnuts on top of the whipped cream. And uh, she doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to surprise her this Sunday with that. 
That's that, that's awesome. So you took some of the Jersey Mike's experience of dealing with the the cold subs, and you know tried that in the beginning. I could totally see how that doesn't necessarily fit with everything else that you're doing. But I, I'm sure that there is a whole lot of experience that came from your years with Jersey Mike's and becoming a manager and a leader, and you know seeing that the the whole evolution of the brand and the franchise kind of firsthand. What what are some of the you know the thoughts and lessons that that you feel like you've taken away from that that are really gonna gonna bode well for you? moving forward with cheesesteak louis yeah um a lot i've learned a lot um just having progressed from working as an associate at the jersey mike's level working my way up to the manager and now owning my own cheesesteak shop um the only way i can really explain it is every time that you get a promotion you become more aware of certain responsibilities that you weren't aware of previously and i thought that when i was a manager at the jersey mike's i had it all figured out and then I opened up a shop as an owner and now I'm seeing things through the light of an owner. Now, a lot of people open up restaurants and things like that and other businesses, but they're not, they don't have a clear why in place as to why they're doing it. Uh, a lot of times it's just money motivated and you learn real quick that when you become an owner, you see nothing but bills, 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 and how you manufacture that stress means everything. It's so important. You really learn who you really are and what your character really is. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And uh, on top of that, we, we make sure that we have a clear why as to what we're doing here, um, why we're here, and just to share the experiences that we share and we live. And the journey is more fun than the destination, I would say. If you're not having fun during the journey, man, you just, you, you're in the wrong field. Yeah, no, hundred percent agree. And the, the knowing your why, and you know, looking at things as a, as a manager of the of the Jersey Mike's world, and then parlaying that over to your own being your own business owner, there's definitely some differences. You know, you had a a big big team of people behind you with Jersey Mike's, where you could really work, you know, in the business in your location. But this is being your own business owner and, and looking to develop a system for expansion and everything is a lot of working on the business and, and thinking a little bit more about the air war versus the ground war. Well, so I'm, I'm very fortunate to have worked for Jersey Mike's as well, because you see a, a, a like a, a growing, a fastly growing franchise in the making and you see how it's how it's tuned and how everybody's job makes sense and they put them in the right spots to make sure that everybody else is doing their job and helping each other out i was very fortunate to have that opportunity and i don't take it for granted yeah i i, I would agree and giving you some great perspective on how what what's going to work and what's not going to work for for your initiatives moving forward there's 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 almost nothing more valuable than that it's funny you know you you've always been a foodie you got into the jersey mike's world and you know sometimes when you're when you're in those circles working for a larger organization it's you might might question what am i what am i doing here but you know the the, the whole point of you being there it's like it, it might have actually groomed you really nicely to do things your way and how how you how you foresee it happening in the future so it's invaluable no, 100%. I agree with that. You know, when you're working for Jersey Mike's, you feel so small, but it's so valuable. The, the lessons that you learn and the experience that you gain from working in a franchise like that. And yep. kudos to them and best of luck to them. Yep, absolutely. And kudos to you and best of luck to you, although your stuff is so good and the feeling is is so magical that comes from it. doesn't really need to be luck. just need to have some more support around you, more of the right people who share the vision. Oh, but, It'll grow for sure. We're going to take a quick break. 
but we will be right back with my man, TJ Pearl, founder of Cheesesteak Louis and the captain of the Lou Crew. Stay with us. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We are chatting with my man, TJ Pearl, founder of Cheesesteak Louie's first location, opened by the Jersey Shore in Seaside Park, opened a year ago, celebrated its one-year anniversary. We had some great topics of discussion around the madness, most of them fun types of madness, about building the following and the community and the, uh, the, the regulars who are coming in and saying, see you tomorrow. By the way, we didn't even get to chat about this in the last segment. I understand you guys have a, a food challenge that you uh, disseminate out there. Is that right, TJ? Oh, yeah, yes. Our food challenge, our Louis challenge, if you will. Three of our glorious cheesesteaks, which are 10 inches and packed with 12 ounces of meat each. There they are. Oh, oh that's the thing of beauty right there, my friend. Sure is. It's three of those and two of our sides. You can choose between French fries, tater tots, or mac and cheese, and you have to finish it within 45 minutes or less if you can manage that. And uh, what I'll do is I'll give you a free Louis T-shirt. I'll give you a $50 gift card, and I'll put your name on our wall, and you'll have been the first to complete our challenge because – uh, so far, 0 for 7, 7 heroic <laughs> and brave Souls. people have tried it, but uh, nobody, nobody's finished it. We had one kid come very, very, very close. He finished all three steaks, and he finished one full side of fries, and he had a little bit less than one boat of fries left. Um, and nine minutes left. But the thing is with this is it's a chore, and if you are going to take a second to breathe and gather yourself, you're going to fail because it's not meant to be enjoyed. And that's unfortunate because our steaks are wonderful. But when you uh, when you when you go to attempt the Louis Challenge, it's just full speed ahead, get it down, and get it done as as quick as you can. Now, what's really cool uh, about it is it, it captivates the eye, and it definitely makes people 
come in and they become curious about it. And that's, uh, that's, that's what we like most about it because it gets new people in our doors and, and, you know, we introduce them to the Louis experience, but yes, if you're in down for the Louis challenge, please set it up with us and uh, we'll put, we'll do it like a live Instagram feed with you and we'll make a whole event out of it. Sounds like we've lost a lot of great men and women out there in the Louis challenge, but I'm, I'm very, very tempted. I, uh, I, I, I'm pretty confident on two two cheesesteaks and one side, the three cheesesteaks and, and two sides. So, sounds like a definitely a little bit of a challenge. No, it's no easy task, but that's why it's a challenge. It's a little over five pounds of food, plus you mix the bread in with it. It makes it very difficult. But hey, <laughs> good luck to you. We hope you can. We hope you can complete it. We need a, we need one winner. I have a feeling that there'll be somebody who comes down ready to party this summer, whether it's me or some 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 rowdy uh, rowdy kid or college student that's taken uh, the summer by the beach, who's who's really gonna gonna put forward the best effort. I'm confident somebody's gonna win. I hope they do. But TJ, this is the message part of the show. The whole idea is from weekend insight to Monday impact with what I do with the program here. And, you know, you talked about a lot of great things. Following your passion is always something that's big to me. It's very often you can you can put together some type of profession out of following your passion, but also the idea of take taking pleasure in being of service you're in you're in a service type of industry you know the the station talkradio.myc that we're on here right now is all about professional serving community and you and the cheesesteak louis concept to me is one of those great examples of how passion can become profession and it absolutely comes across when you walk into the store but talk to us a little bit about just some sound bites that people can take home over the weekend not the least of which is come down to come down to the shore and try cheesesteak or a burger, but you know, just a little bit of words of wisdom that people can remember over the weekend and put into action come Monday morning. Well, uh, the one thing that I always say to myself is just keep on chugging. Um, at the end of the day, you know, if you're doing, if you if you're putting forth an effort on something that you really love, you took that chance and you took that risk. Uh, you're already ahead of the game. So just stay core, stay positive, and um, you know, things will unfold in your manner. And also, uh, you know, I, I saw something recently that really kind of set well with me. Uh, this too shall pass. Um, if you believe that and you just understand that, you know, not all your hard times and your stressful times, um, they're not permanent. This too shall pass, you know, and even when you're high and mighty and you're on top of the game and everything seems to fall into place, just understand that this too shall pass. So stay humble and just keep progressing, keep moving forward with what it is that you believe and uh, you're passionate about. Absolutely. For those who haven't been there yet, cheesesteaklouis.com. You can check him out all over social media. He's everywhere. But uh, 22 Boulevard down in Seaside, it's freestanding building. Like TJ said, you'll you'll recognize it from some of the pictures here. But the red and white types of colors, if you haven't been there yet, you're going to be anywhere close to the Jersey Shore. You got to go check this out. It's a force to be reckoned with and total awesome experience. So any, any other quick words of wisdom you want to, you want to put up there for everybody, TJ? <laughs> well, yeah, get down to Louis as fast as you can. <laughs> that's, that's the most sound advice I can give. <laughs> yeah, a- absolutely. And I, uh, I can't wait to, to heed those words and follow that advice. So once again, 22 Boulevard and Seaside, 732-250-2773. They, they will deliver to the beach. You got to get your butt up off the sand and walk up to the, uh, up to the boardwalk. But Worth its weight in gold. You guys are open 11 to 9, seven days a week. Is that the deal? Currently, yes. And we're going to extend those hours from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, as we get closer to Memorial Day. Awesome. Awesome. So 
Great. We're going to we're going to share before I let you go. And I know you need to get back to the the breakfast, brunch, lunch rush and people knocking down your door before 11 a.m. before you open. But, uh, you know, before we let everybody let you go, we're going to share the answers to my favorite questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? And what's your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist that you'd like to hear play it? So without further ado, you were pretty quick on this one. Your favorite movie character is Vincent LaGuardia Gambini from My Cousin Vinny, you know, the, the lawyer who had only recently passed the bar exam after five unsuccessful attempts to defend his cousin and his friend. And I know you and I talked about this. Like bo- Both of us sound like we could sit and, and quote this movie all day oh, long. Bottom. I feel like I scripted the whole movie already. What a movie it is and what a role Joe Pesci played in that movie. But while, while he might not have been a good test taker, which is evident, his passion for his profession sent him in a killer direction for success, which very, very similar to some of the stories that you've told here today. Yeah. Hey, at the end of the, at the, uh, the whole premise behind this movie is this guy, you know, school wasn't his thing, but he believed in himself. And, uh, you know, obviously with a little bit of comedic gold behind it, he won his first case and good thing he did or all those kids would have been fried. So. <laughs> Definitely some comedic gold. That's I said, look at some of the sound bites. He's like, I think you should give it to me. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I just think of cheesesteak and burgers right there. Cause that's all I want right now. But when it came time for the favorite movies and TV show, you actually rattled off a couple of them. First you said Seinfeld, mm-hmm. which is tends, tends to be a, a favorite, a favorite around here. The show about nothing, but always about something. And uh, you, you'd also went from there to say The Office, which not necessarily a, a surrounding that you're uh, familiar with as far as being in a, a corporate office type of setting. But, you know, being able to, to, to do your do the work that we're doing here today together from your office while folks are demanding the cheesesteak Louis experience outside, I, I really greatly appreciate. Now, that looks I look good in Steve Carell's uh, little fit there. I tell you, now that's a good look for me right there. Suit and tie guy. <laughs> A little cheesesteak Louis logo on the top, I think, would make that really sit well. Um, but it was comedies, man. I love comedies, you know, and it helps me stay real loose in a stressful environment. Uh, so, you know, the office and both the office and Seinfeld were, it took me some time to get into them. It was like I kind of fought through them. I hated Seinfeld growing up. My parents loved it. I hated it. And then one day, I just, it was like background noise. And I was like, wow, that was pretty funny. So, I gave it a shot. I was looking at it and I, you know, once again, background noise and I'd hear something else that was funny. And sooner or later I tuned in, it became one of my, it quickly became one of my favorite shows and bands and the office was another one that it was a grind just to get through the first uh, season. Once I did, it was just smooth sailing from there. I loved it. Yeah. It took me a little bit to get into both of the two. I, when I saw this picture of Steve Carell for you, it's like my little heart can barely take it no more. I'm just like, yeah. Think about inhaling a couple of cheesesteaks and a burger. It's like you won't have art. <laughs> keep the defibrillator handy. There he is. There's Dwight. <laughs> There's Dwight. <laughs> and I can't, I can't help but join my, my friends in some of these pictures here. And then you went went on to movies, and you, said, you mentioned Shawshank Redemption, a killer movie. Yes. And it's one uh, of those movies that's long, but you feel like you know it. It can go on forever, and you wouldn't be mad about it. 
Yep, definitely. But a little res- little restricted in Shawshank, and you went from there to talking about grown-ups, which hit home with me. You talked about you and your friends, your crew, and maybe even the Lou crew, you know, fi- firing you know, discussion back and forth, ripping on each other, just same group of wisecracking people you've been around your whole life. Perfectly exemplifies my friend group. I mean, we don't have normal conversations. All we do is, uh, you know, we rip on each other every every chance we get, but it's all out of love and it's all good times. <laughs> it made me think of me and my brother as well. I'm, I'm I'm turning 42. He's turning 39 this year, and I don't think we've spoken to each other in anything but movie quotes for most of our lives. So it's beautiful. There's only one way to conversate. So your your favorite instrument and the artist you'd like to hear play it. You said the guitar, and first you said Brian May from Queen, mm. and you know love love Queen. But then you said uh, this is just pure gold. You said Meatloaf after that. He is <laughs> big big surprise. The cheesesteak guy likes Meatloaf. You can't oh, make Paradise this stuff up. by the Dashboard Light might be uh, it's a top five favorite for me, and that's another one that I can sing, and I never get tired of it. So Meatloaf <laughs> thing ago, I grew up listening to Meatloaf, man, and uh, I love Meatloaf. Yeah, well, Meatloaf would do anything for love, and so would TJ to share his passion and his food with the customers. That's where it's at. Thank you so much for being here with me today, TJ. Really appreciate it and can't wait to get back down there. Thanks for having me. I can't wait to see you again. Coming up next week, we're going to be talking with Dante from Nice Guy Food Tours. We'll migrate from the Jersey Shore up to NYC to chat with Dante Mercadante, founder of Nice Guy Food Tours, the number one out of 256 food and drink tours in NYC. Until then, thank you for joining us on Always Friday. We hope you gain some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. Have a great weekend. We will see you next week, Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, right after Tommy D on Philanthropy and Focus. Bye-bye, everybody. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. informed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. 
a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.